Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Oh, happy day, Casey. (laughs) I thought yesterday when Bouchon announced he wasn't going to run, that Mm -hmm. was the only turd we were going to be able to flush down the toilet (laughs) this election season in Indiana. But Mm -hmm. but, something else has happened. And it's even better. I can't even believe this. Literally 30 seconds before we go on the air, we're talking about what we're going to talk about. And it was going to be Joe Biden, how he was at the Mother Emanuel AME Church in South Carolina and all the things that he said. And we still might get to that. But this definitely takes precedence. Oh. Because this is some breaking news. Yes, ma'am. Greg Pence, Mm -hmm. you remember Greggy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is the... uh, he is the younger brother or older brother. He's one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. He's one of the Pence boys. He's mm-hmm. best known probably as being the running the Keel Brothers Oil Company. You remember them. They uh, they were a colossal failure, and then he stuck the local bank holding the bag on all sorts of money that they didn't pay back, and then uh, stuck the taxpayers with all sorts of environmental damage that he didn't pay back. Uh, but none of that matters. It doesn't matter what you do in life. It doesn't matter uh, who you screw over. If you look and sound like your brother and your brother's the vice president, you can be a member of Congress. And Greggy has apparently decided after, let's see, uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, after six years of accomplishing absolutely nothing, yep. there must be a new grift somewhere that's going to be better for him because he is throwing in the towel. Yep. He has announced that he will not seek re-election. He said in 2017, I ran for Congress because I was ready to serve. As a former Marine officer, I approached the job with purpose. What is it with these Marine guys and like every six seconds they got to let you know they were in the Marines? In the Marines. Like, like if you uh, if you were a trash man and you ran for Congress, you wouldn't be like every six seconds, as a former trash man, I was ready to serve. No, you just go and serve. But the, whether it's Todd Young or Greg Pence, mm-hmm. every three seconds they got to let you know they were in the Marines. He said after three terms, I've decided to make the decision Decision not to file for re-election. For the remainder of my term this year, our team will continue to focus on delivering outstanding constituent services <laughs> to the voters in Indiana's 6th <laughs> District. It is a privilege and honor to represent you in our nation's capital. Okay, so we did the segment earlier on... Remainder Boucher. of his term this year. Yeah, well, I mean, he's done, okay. it, yeah, he's done at the end of the year, so he will. he's not going to quit in the middle. I mean, unlike professional office hopper Aaron Houchin, he's not going to quit on his constituents so i guess we give him a i don't know do we applaud that now if people don't quit on their constituents for finishing I mean, is, the job is that, that the bar he asked set? for is that how low it is now that if yeah. you just simply finish your obligation not well mind mm-hmm. you but you just finish the obligation i mean essentially him and bouchon will have a massive case of senioritis and get a nice check and benefits for the remainder of the of the term but i look it's the same things we said about bouchon apply to greg pence at I guess Bouchon is moderately better in the sense of he had to earn it. He didn't get it handed to him based on his last name being Pence and looking and sounding like his brother. And we saw earlier, what this is last year, the big story that Abdul uh, broke that uh, th- that Pence desperately wanted to be Suzanne Crouch's lieutenant governor nominee. And, and there was all sorts of confusion on whether she had offered that to him or not and there was immense backlash to where that quickly then got swatted down after it came out Mm -hmm. uh Kloffenstein Stein just sent me a text and I think he's right on this 
Uh, he said, doesn't six years in Congress get you vested in the, in the health care and pension plan for life? We got to Google that and look that up because I think he maybe do that here because I'm going to give you some time to do that here for a second. Uh, but this is another example, just like we talked about with Larry Bouchon. Where if you were to say with Greg Pence, other than clinging to the Trump coattails, and he voted for all the Trump stuff, because obviously his brother was the vice president, and he was not going to you know, go against that. What is the accomplishment of Greg Pence? What has Greg Pence done or fought for? I mean, he's the stooge who famously said, whoever gets out of this conference committee on the speaker, I'll vote for. Uh, whatever uh, he that is how how stupid greg pence is he admitted that out loud that it doesn't matter i mean because we said at the time well, what if fidel castro got out of the conference greg would you vote for him too i mean these are <laughs> these are the people that are representing us from indiana the larry bouchons and greg pence's of the world who are totally there for club sport they're ver- there for the perks they're, they're there for the benefits they're not there to serve you at all mm. was that right um at least five years of service oh wait, what's that? <laughs> so he gets the lifetime gravy train brigade it's and he's out civil, the door it's part of the civil service retirement system so it is you mm-hmm. if you serve at least five years you're in good catch there by kloppenstein um they don't even hide it Mm -hmm. like he's not even like hey i'm gonna do eight just so nobody will catch on Mm -hmm. no i got my six in i'm out of here is there anybody any family you can think of in indiana when you take mikey and greggy and put them together who has grifted more off the taxpayers of indiana yeah the state of indiana think about the colossal amount of money because mikey's on the lifetime gravy train brigade obviously uh made a colossal amount of money off stabbing Trump in the back and writing that book. And now you got Greggy. I don't know. Does he still own that antique mall down there in Edinburgh? I'd have to check into that. I don't know how else he's earning a living. I mean, now here's the thing, Casey. What, maybe, we're getting rid of all the pences and maybe, politics? Well, but maybe, just maybe, he plans to use the sweet pension bennies that he's going to get and the subsidized, you know, freebie health care, that extra money, to pay back those people he screwed over mm. with the Kill Brothers Oil Company. You think so? Maybe that's his plan. Uh, I, Maybe the taxpayers are finally going to get it reimbursed for how he screwed us over with Kill Brothers Oil Company. Now, I can't wait, Casey. You watch. They're probably out there. These donors and lobbyists and establishment Republicans are probably spin- sprinting to the nearest cellular telephone to tweet how much they're going to miss Greggy and what a great conservative he was and what a great job he did. It'll it'll be Larry Bouchon 2.0. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm torn on this because I can't think of much that would make me more happy than learning Greg Pence is gone. However, again, the establishment is not just going to give up and go, well, I guess there'll be an actual conservative who cares about the people in there. No, they're going to pick some 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 hand-selected stooge, and they'll put a gajillion dollars behind that person, and they're going to do it down in Bashan's district, and it'll just be a repeat of what, what we already have, and next year I'll be mad at someone else. Does it concern you at all that all of these uh, people seem to be getting out at the same time, or is this just the nature of things? Well, again, I think as Kloffenstein pointed out, Greggy is a grifter. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't say that. I'm saying that, but mm-hmm. he pointed out how Greggy hit his minimum requirement yeah. to get, you know, a huge windfall from the taxpayers forever and ever. And that's what that family is, living off the taxpayers forever and ever. I think he recognized there is a huge. Uh, I can no longer milk off my brother's teat anymore because his power structure is over with he couldn't get elected dog catcher now and so i could hang on to this congressional seat and maybe next year i get a you know a challenger of some sort who knows 
or I can just cash out now and f- he'll find some sweetheart job, right. you know, some cushy landing spot. And that's the way the pences operate. Hmm. Okay, it is 13. 13- what a great way to start the hour, Casey. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You never know. It is 13 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about somebody else uh, that you actually like, or at least did at one point. <laughs> and that is, uh, that is Tiger Woods. He's ending his 27-year partnership with Nike. That's the story of Rob's life. Someone you liked, or at least you did at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so you know my theory, Casey, that Tiger Woods is one of the four greatest athletes that ever lived. He's totally on the Mount Rushmore with Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Tiger Woods, and probably Muhammad Ali. We've had that discussion mm-hmm. before. Uh, Tiger Woods should go down as the greatest golfer of all time. However, because he didn't, he's not going to beat Jack Nicklaus's major record. I think that'll remain for Jack because of a longevity. However, that span of about four or five years there with Tiger, it was the most dominating athletic, I mean, in the history of athletics, what he was doing in golf. It was just simply unbelievable. However, so what I think has happened with Tiger is I'm 40 years old. I was 12 years old when Tiger Woods came onto the scene. So in terms of people who saw and understood Tiger and were kind of captivated by Tiger and went to their parents and was like, I want Tiger merch. Mm-hmm. I'm on the low, the the last kind of vessel. So that means the people who were captivated by Tiger are older, mid thirties mm-hmm. and up. And mm-hmm. many of those people are now have entered their late forties, early fifties. So those people are not buying things based on celebrity endorsement anymore. And young kids are not captivated by Tiger anymore because he's just kind of some old, largely forgotten guy. I mean, people know who Tiger Woods is if you're into golf, but he hasn't won. 2019 was the last time he won a major. He obviously hasn't even been competing really for the past two or three years. So he's not bringing in any new people. I, I think Nike and Nike's getting out of the golf game, certainly on the clubs and balls side and then and probably clothes as well. And so I think they just simply said, look, this guy doesn't move the needle like he once did. If he plays in a tournament, it's still a really, really big deal. But it's a really big deal for a more nostalgic view now than, hey, everything needs to be logoed. And every, you know, if Tiger Woods farts into a microphone, it makes national news. <laughs> and so I think they went to him and probably made him an offer that he looked at. The rumor is he's going to start his own line of clothing, which makes sense if indeed he goes that way. And I just don't think he moves the needle anymore in terms of selling merch certainly on a global scale like he once did and these people are in business and so all good things must must come come to an end and i also think tiger's personal issues probably have tainted him you know a great deal there's still a great deal of mystery around the car accident mm-hmm. a lot of people think there was cover-ups of some sort or yep. at least some Nefarious helping helping activity. hands involved sure. obviously the thing that happened with his wife and what came out you know about that by all accounts, he's a great dad to those kids, but certainly his personal life. I mean, that woman just that he was living with just sued him. I think Tiger ended up winning that case. But I just I think if you're Nike and you're looking at who you're going to throw your money behind, the kiddies aren't being moved by Tiger anymore. You're getting out of the golf game. And so it's Tiger will go where he can make the money. So he posted the news on Instagram and it was a picture of him in one of his red polos. And he said it was a hell of a run. And uh, but he also said there will certainly be another chapter. So it sounds to me that your opinion of this is that it was Nike who cut him loose. I, th- I th- Well, yeah, I mean, I think if Tiger had come back with some sort of great hometown discount mm-hmm. to keep the name in ti- with Tiger Woods in house, I think they probably would have done that. But I mean, you're, you're talking 
high, you know, six figure, six, no, one, six, no, not six, nine figure deal. I would bet it. I bet at one point Tiger Woods had a nine figure deal with Nike. I don't, I don't know if they've ever disclosed those terms, but you think over 27 years, the amount of money Tiger Woods has made off Nike. And if you're Tiger and they're not offering that anymore, and you've got business people galore around him, he's a billionaire, and they say, hey, we can start our own line of merch, and we'll sell that, and we'll do just as well, then, you know, it's probably even better for your brand. Don't you think he kind of hinted at this in 23 last year when he wore the foot joys during the Masters? Kind of like this relationship with Nike is kind of dwindling out. I I think Tiger came to the, and I think actually Tiger Woods came to the realization Let's face it, the the nineteen the 2019 Masters that he won was a fluke. He came from out of nowhere on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was an early start because of a rain-threatened Sunday that was kind of a fluke. And really, other than that, for the past decade, Tiger has, still, has been largely irrelevant in terms of the upper echelon of golf. Now, he's won a couple tournaments here or there, but he's just not he, – and, and it's over. I mean, that leg injury, it's amazing he can even play golf. It's amazing he can walk around a golf course. The fact that he even is able to get out there is incredible. But he's not winning a major anymore. He's not competing in a major anymore. And if you're Nike, you're just saying, look, from a and, – and Jack Nicklaus did the same thing. Jack Nicklaus, the Golden Bear brand, it was his brand – Later in his life, mm-hmm. he, he, has, he has marketed that to great success. It has made him a, a fortune. And Tiger Woods is going to follow in the foots of, footsteps of Jack Nicklaus and probably start his own brand. It is 18 after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Things were busy in Brownsburg oh my last gosh. night. Huh? Oh, that school board meeting was wild. And by wild, I mean that board went out of their way to be as deceptive and deflective and anti-transparent as possible. And a room full of people were so disappointed. And you got a round of applause. And I, I did. can't believe it. We're going to a school board meeting. I know. We're going to share it coming up on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You were busy last night. Uh, Yes. Before we get into this just totally ridiculous school board meeting I went Mm -hmm. to, I want to point something out about our good friend, the doctor, Larry Bouchon. Yeah. So Kloppenstein and I have been texting back and forth here because he's uh, the research department here at the Kendall and Casey show. Mm -hmm. So uh, Casey, in order to get the pension, you got to have served five years Mm -hmm. and you got to be 62 years old. Yeah. Larry Bouchon, you want to take a guess on Larry Bouchon's birthday, Casey? Oh, his birthday. His da- the date of his birth. Oh, let's say March. Oh, you're close. Mm-hmm. May 31st, now this is according to Wikipedia. Yeah. May 31st, 1962, uh-huh. which means this year he would be how old, Casey? 61. He'll be turning 62, right? Boy, he sure will, Casey. So that means Larry Bouchon served, uh, probably a total coincidence, oh, just sure, long enough. Sure it is. Just long enough mm-hmm. to be in there for the the, the sweet pension program yeah. that these Congress retirees get. And I'm sure that's just a giant coincidence. That timing is and it's all about so the people. It's wild, isn't it? That's yeah. crazy how yeah. that worked out. That's nice for him. Oh my goodness. And Happy gosh. For him so Greggy yeah. and Larry and the rest of the Good Time Fun gang are going to be getting just sweet bennies for their air quote here for people on the YouTube uh, feed, their government service. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay for it until you 
toss them in the box. Don't you love that for them? Oh my goodness. So yes, I uh, I did go to the uh, the speaking of from one group of people elected people are screwing us to another. Uh, I did go to the Browns for school board meeting last night. Yeah. And this was the most government thing ever. And this is why people hate the government. So there's this huge controversy now um, over they are trying to run out the superintendent, Jim Snap. Mm -hmm. And they called this emergency meeting while everyone's on Christmas break, which never happens. I mean, the, the, the like, don't you have somewhere with your family to go or whatever? They call this emergency meeting. They emerge from this emergency meeting and they say, we have decided we are not extending the contract of the superintendent, Jim Snap. And people are going, wait a second. We have clarified this in this program. Jim Snap is like the last guy I'm ever going to defend. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be hanging out at Bellagio together anytime soon. But people are going, wait a second. You sleazy, slimy people at every turn are telling us how, hey, the Brownsburg school system, number one in the state. We walk on water. We're above reproach. They should probably make this guy a saint in the Catholic Church. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you're coming out in December and making this emergency announcement that you're not going to extend his contract. And people are looking at themselves going, what the hell's going on out here to steal a line from Vince Lombardi? Well, I mean, that abuse of that special needs child happened under his watchful eye. Well, it sure did. But the narrative has never changed the Mm -hmm. entire time he's been there that he is the infallible superintendent. Okay, fine. If you are indeed the number one school system in, it, yeah. in the state of Indiana, and we are the the athletics are great, and the, the you know the the music program is great, and everything is wonderful. It's equivalent of winning the Super Bowl every year in Indiana's public education, and then firing the coach, and then saying we're not extending the contract to the coach. So. Yeah. Uh, as you know, and many people know, I've been putting out, I had some very, very uh, influential people inside the school system who I will not name because they would be totally eviscerated for acknowledgement that they hang out and associate with me. There are many similar people who helped me get the vomit gate story. We broke that story, mm-hmm. if you remember. And these people began to give me information about what was developing and and going on inside Brownsburg schools. And it appears very clear now that this is being driven by Eric Hilton, who is the radical left board member there in Brownsburg, teachers union attorney who somehow manages to be on the school board, and Jessica Heffernan, who is the board president, that these two have been driving to remove SNAP the one thing you can kind of put together right now is that they have a replacement in mind who is far more radically left right. than Snap, and they want to drive him out to put this person in. And who knows if there's other reasons behind this? The point is, you simply don't know. And the board had another meeting, a regularly scheduled meeting last night, and there's a room full of people there. Normally, there's like 10 people at these meetings who no doubt are sitting here going, "Okay, you've thrown the gauntlet down. There are these reports from people like me who have had to put this together because you won't be transparent that you're trying to drive this guy out for a handpicked replacement. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll actually get some information right. on what's going on here. Because be it's transparent sim- at this meeting. It simply doesn't make sense to say this guy is the superintendent of a school corporation that walks on water, and yet you're not extending his contract. How if he's you- so wonderful, why aren't you keeping him around? Exactly. So maybe we'll get some transparency mm-hmm. here. And so they start off the meeting. They do have citizens' comments there. And so they start off the meeting, and right out of the gate, they do the thing where you can speak. We're not going to engage with you. And they went out of their way to say, we're not going to discuss 
any personnel matter tonight. They act like people are concerned about the janitor. It's like, <laughs> this is not personnel. I guess technically he works for the school, but you have allowed this guy to rule by decree mm-hmm. for the 13, for 13 years now. This is not personnel. This is the de facto mayor of this school system yeah. who you have put up on this pedestal. And for you guys to now leave this dude apparently hanging out in the wind and you not giving people any sort of information and then up front to go, we know why you're all here. But we're not going to address it. We're the largest taxing entity in this community. We have a budget that would make Elon Musk blush. We we gobble up tax money, and we know that the community is now deeply concerned because if it is that indeed the guy's not liberal enough, just say it. Just say the guy is old and white and we are uh, it doesn't align with our yeah and the dei sel crt crowd Mm -hmm. even though he's done a lot of the bidding that we have asked him to do ain't working for us we're going in a different direction okay fine or is there something else at play that we need to know i think people are just sitting here going this is ridiculous that you guys have said how great this guy is and now with no notice whatsoever you're not extending the contract and people like me are having information given to them from very reliable sources saying not only are you not extending his contract you're trying to push the guy, push the guy out of the out of before the contracts even up. So they go through. Of course, everybody gets up and speaks, and I got up and spoke, and we'll get to that here in a second. But my, I just wanted to play a little montage at the end of this, and this is why people hate the government. People went last night and made it very clear: we are looking to you for answers. Mm-hmm. We want to know what's going on with our school system. You are the school board. We are here. Please give us some information on why that meeting was called. There was another special closed door meeting that was called. They didn't reveal any information out of that. What is happening with our school system? And here is the montage at the end of the meeting during the school board comments. And listen to how, Casey, they go out of their way out of their way to not say anything to acknowledge we know you people are pissed off Mm -hmm. we know you're concerned we know why you're here but blank us blank you oh there have been some difficult topics discussed tonight i welcome the comments and appreciate that we have passionate parents and community members um, that are interested in our district leadership and in our schools I want to thank everybody for speaking up uh, and being passionate about uh, what they had to say. The reality is 2023 was a rough school year for Brownsburg School District. Uh, the goal of the district is to improve on it and get better in 2024. I just want to commend all those that got up and spoke today because it is never easy to get up and do so. Uh, I always encourage those that need to or feel the need to make a comment to do so. I just want to thank everyone who took their time to attend this meeting this evening or watch online. Um, your passion and commitment to the Bronzeburg schools um, should be recognized. Um, I also want to thank my fellow board members for their continuing commitment to our teachers, students, staff, and parents. Our decisions aren't always easy ones, and we take great care in listening to public questions and concerns while weighing our duty to do what we have been elected to do, So, continue, which is continuing the high standards and excellence of Brownsburg schools. So it's like a Seinfeld Wait. episode. You've taken the reservation. You're, You're just not a, holding the reservation. You are acknowledging the people are here mm-hmm. and are really concerned uh-huh. and are really upset. But not answering anything. <laughs> and how much pandering was that? And the last lady was saying how great Brownsburg is, but then the second guy was like, it's been a really bad year yeah. for Brownsburg. <laughs> well, Which is it? Well, I mean, that guy who's, who uh, he probably got in big trouble from his adult supervision, Eric Hilton, that was Mike Wells, mm-hmm. who is one of the dumbest people alive. And I'm sure he got just 
blasted for being honest about that. It was a rough year for Brownsburg. And look, if there's something going on with Vomitgate, mm-hmm. if there's something you haven't told us yet, we have the right to know. Mm-hmm. If it is indeed that this guy has just simply not done the bidding of going radically left, which is what has been reported, we have the right to know. If the deal is he didn't want to hire the high school principal because there were better, more qualified people, and this is some revenge tour against him, mm-hmm. which has been alleged, then say that. What You're the board. You're in charge. But this is what is, I mean, we saw the disaster in Center Grove where that guy is is out under a cloud of darkness and suspicion. We're seeing this happening here where these people, it's not the thing. It's that they're going out of their way to be as untransparent as possible. And it fosters doubt. It fosters deceit. It fosters resentment. It makes people go against each other. And these five board members collectively are all doing it, not because of the thing they're doing. If you want to fire him, fine. I know the next thing's going to be worse, which is why I have concerns, but you have the right to do that. But this game of deliberate game of cat and mouse and deception Mm -hmm. is gross. They're not doing, they're doing step three of the three-step process. You've got acknowledgement, apologize, and then change the behavior. Clearly they're making a change, but they haven't done one and two. But you have no idea about the acknowledgement. What are you apologizing for? I thought we were the best. I thought we were number one. Uh Now you've acknowledged or... And thank God for people like Mike Wells who are stupid enough to not even be able, at times of scripted statement, be able to stay on the script, to reveal to us that apparently there is something going on. But what is it? We're the taxpayers. We're the boss. But the government doesn't view you. These elected people, whether down the street from the state house or in Washington, D.C., or at the Brownsburg School Board meeting, they don't view you as the boss. They don't fear you, and they laugh at you. It sounds to me like it's it's two prongs. It's one, he's not doing a good job, especially with everything that we've, you know, revealed. Well, with the the special needs child. And then the other other section of this is, is maybe... Maybe, you know, he's not far left enough for him. So it could be both. And whatever it is, is fine. So real quick, before we go to break, people did not believe this. I put this out on social media last night. There was a out-of-body experience, Casey, that I I didn't, I wasn't sure it actually happened, but I did go back and review the video, and it has, and people did not believe this. Um, I was given a round of applause by the room mm-hmm. at the Brownsburg School Board meeting l- last night. Did you say some brilliant well, things? Well, I just told these guys, I've asked all these questions I've been asking on social media, and I said, now you've made me mad where I'm going to actually start digging through the, mm-hmm. not backdoor channels, but the actual like legal channels, which is going to make your lives a lot more difficult, because now you piss me off. Um, and I asked these questions, and the room started erupting in applause. Mm-hmm. And I thought the only time I was ever going to get a round of applause at a Brownsburg school board meeting is when they announced my passing. <laughs> and I got a round of applause. And so many people did not believe it, I think, including Tony Katz. Mm-hmm. didn't believe it. He tweeted that out earlier uh, last night. And so I, for the record, I did get a round of applause from the room at the Brownsburg school board meeting. And if Dr. Snap is indeed dismissed or resigns for any reason, will this board commit to not hiring his replacement until after the school board elections in the fall of 2024? Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kendall. I mean, there were people who were loathe to clap for me because they hate me, but... Uh, they, there was there was applause. There was applause. That's a really good point. All right, though. Kevin's telling us we got to go, or he's okay. going to kill us. All right, it's Kendall and Casey. It's ninety three WIBC. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Baby, what a big WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. Rob, I know you were up late watching uh, football last night. It was college football. However, something happened yesterday that is becoming known as Black Monday. Uh-oh. And we're talking about the NFL. Uh-huh. So the Commanders, they fired their coach. Yeah. And the Falcons, they fired their coach. And then there's rumors that Bill Belichick may be on the bubble as well. Yes. Yeah, so this is what happens in the National Football League. And so this is so wild. Like in our business, the bell tolls for everyone at some point, Mm -hmm. but you never really know when it's going to be because there is no end of the radio season. They just call you in on a random Thursday and say, you out of here. Somebody Mm -hmm. will assist you with your things and good luck in your future endeavors. We wish you the best. We we have long joked that there are two sets of emails and this Mm -hmm. was true at Emmis and now it's true at at Urban One Mm -hmm. that go out when you leave. Mm -hmm. If you go out in glowing terms like you know they love you and they you know you were great and whatever you get an autobiography written about you paragraphs of how great you did if you leave maybe not of your own volition it's this person is no longer employed here (laughs) but the other thing i can't figure out you've been around radio longer than i have and you were in management they always tell you the time when the person started Mm -hmm. why would i care about that just i guess to let you know the tenure of how long they'd been there it'll be like sandy smith's uh Last day with Urban One was December the 30th. Sandy has been here since Mm -hmm. uh, September of 2022. Why would I care? Does that put some sort of value on how much work they did for the company? I mean, there's a good chance I never even met Sandy. This place is so big. It's like, why would I need to know? So what what, is there? You were in management. You fired people before. Mm -hmm. What is the the thinking behind that? I I don't know. I never did that. You just said this person's out and we're so (laughs) grateful. This person's. But I use the same terminology, so I don't know. That's a thing. Like they're either no longer here or we wish them the best in their future endeavors. Well, you know, and it's always like this person will be getting a good recommendation. This person won't. And I I don't think they actually say is no longer with us because that might imply someone is passed away. Physically no longer with us. I think that is no longer with the company Mm -hmm. or something like that. Anyway, point of all this is you never know when that's going to happen. And well, with the NFL, there's now a day for it. Yeah. And it's you. And now what was interesting this year is there were about five or six guys that they thought were going to get the boot ski Mm -hmm. and only two of them, uh, Ron Rivera, who's the coach of the commanders Mm -hmm. and Arthur Smith, who's the coach of the Falcons actually got fired. Now there's still several others that they think could ultimately get let go. However, now they're doing this thing. Some of these franchises where we're going to conduct exit interviews with Mm -hmm. the players. And then maybe in the middle of the week, we'll make our decision. So nobody knows there's still about four or five guys out there that they think could get fired, but it's no longer like it used to be where everybody's out on what they, you know, deem black now deem black Monday. So it's not just coaches though. The Panthers have announced that they're interviewing with eight candidates for the general manager opening. And one of those candidates is the Colts assistant general manager at Dodd. So it's like, there's all sorts of openings. So this leads me to my next question. When is Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL? He won his game last night. Uh, So this is the fascinating conversation because the NCAA is probably going to hit Michigan Mm -hmm. with something pretty severe given the actions of Harbaugh and his coaching staff. The 
and and this is the crazy thing and i was talking with some people about this last night this very likely could end up being a michigan vacates the national title but just like with usc when that happened with them what's the punishment they got the celebration Mm -hmm. they got all the free publicity that comes with being in the national title game and the money and and the money and harbaugh's gonna get you know the accolades and he's gonna go make a gajillion dollars you know, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So who really gets punished? Washington, who is the runner up, doesn't get to celebrate the national championship. They probably legitimately were the second best team. And so this is going to be very interesting because I think the walls are closing in on Harbaugh and he can just basically, I mean, it's not like he committed, a, he's not being accused of a crime. Right. So he can just say, hey, that was fun. Back to the NFL we go. And whether it's the Raiders or the Chargers or maybe the Bears, there's about three or four different teams that are supposedly very interested in Harbaugh. He can just skadoodle on out the door and count his money. Yeah, um, but forever he's going to be wearing those silly little sunglasses in every photo of him holding the trophy. You know what's wild about Harbaugh, and I never knew this until recently, and I should have because his dad, is a, I believe, was a, a coach, was a pretty prominent person. Jim Harbaugh's dad, mm-hmm. like if you were to do a skit on Saturday Night Live of Jim Harbaugh as an old man, his dad looks exactly what Jim Harbaugh is going to look like as a little old man. It is a <laughs> Have you seen this? The yeah. parent, they are the same guy. Same person. A lot of people look like their parents or they're, you know, there's va- like, hey, boy, you really have your dad's eyes or your mm-hmm. dad's. Jim Harbaugh and his dad are twins. Actually the same person. It is incredible. It is though <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is dressed up, somehow managing to be in two places at once. Unbelievable how much they look alike. Well, I uh, I hope you got some rest. It was a late game, but definitely worth it. It was a good game. Well, we talked about this with Micah earlier. So I started this thing of no alcohol mm-hmm. and no uh, soda for 21 days. And I was feeling good about it until I found out Mike is not eating for 21 days. <laughs> and uh, like at 10 o'clock last night or 1030 or whatever it was. Yeah, it was probably closer to 1030. I just started getting really sleepy. And I'm like, what is going on here? There's a football game I've bet on and I'm very into. I should This should not be happening. And then it kind of dawned on me this morning when I woke Lack up. Lack of caffeine. It was like. Boy, your mm-hmm. body's very quickly adjusting to yeah. just drinking water all day. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's one more thing I wanted to mention to you before we get out of here. Uh, the American Heart Association uh-huh. turning 100 years old. Oh. And did you know that this started with just six cardiologists out in Chicago getting together saying, wow, there's a lot of heart issues in this country and we should do something about this? Well, and I'll tell you what. uh, They've got this thing now, and my dad's actually getting ready to get one of these done. If you reach a certain age, they, hey, come in and get the heart scan. And mm-hmm. it's a very relatively low-cost procedure. And, it, it, you know, obviously consult your trained medical professional. But that seems like such a great deal to me that could could prevent and save lives. And it's so cheap to, to get these done. A lot of the hospitals will offer them at a very discounted rate and absolutely uh, if you're of a certain age or health risk, and again, consult your trained medical professional, but absolutely explore doing that because, man, it, it just there's so many people who, well, Fred had no signs of ever being, you know, any symptoms whatsoever. And then Fred's no longer with us one day. Yeah, they've made a lot of uh, strides, medical advancements, especially when it comes to uh, heart disease. Uh, back over 100 years ago, when somebody had heart disease or a heart issue, they actually wouldn't tell the patient. Oh, They would tell relatives because they thought, well, there's nothing we can do yeah. for this person other than they just need to rest. It, and it, they've, they've gone. Go, go to sleep. Go to, go to bed. Go take 
take a nap. Um, heart disease remains the number one killer of Americans, and one in every five deaths yeah, is heart-related. You should totally explore. Like I said, I don't know what the age is. I don't know if it's 50 or whatever. You always see the signs at your doctor's office. You should totally explore getting one of those scans. They're very apparently low low from the invasive scale, and it could absolutely detect something that that other you know what could be not to say it's a minor procedure anytime you do something with the heart but mm-hmm. you know could get you in and out in a short period of time and you're fine going forward so absolutely consult your doctor about whether one of those scans is right for you yeah it's just uh it's just amazing you think over a hundred years like uh you know the ecg the uh, electrocardiogram was invented in the 20s and then the echocardiogram in the 50s and and now we've got medicine that can lower cholesterol and pacemakers and stents and all of the things and all of that came out of the american heart association yeah we gotta go all right thank you rob Thank you, Kevin, and thank you for listening today. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.